Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Step On Devil Row Show. Where you get news, interviews, hot topics, music from around the world, and more. Now here's your host, Step On Devil Row. Step On Devil Row. Angry Kids 24-7 Radio. Step On Devil Row Show. Ha ha! We back, people. We back, we back, we back. I had to take a week off, of course. Uh, nothing personal. I missed you fans, of course. But I had to take a week off. Man, it got bad last week. It got bad. My voice was done. My voice and body was done after last week's McKeesport Havoc. McKeesport Havoc. McKeesport Havoc. Oh, man, we had some fun. We'll get into that later. I want to thank you for joining us. Yeah, yeah. And I want to thank the shows who were uh, taking my place last week. You know, we got a bunch of new shows on Angry Kids 24-7 Radio. Um, you can go to angrykids247radio.com for more information on that. The link is in the description. I don't know if the press releases were sent out, uh, but uh, who knows? I'm pretty sure the information is out there. But uh, guess what? time it is i used to do a show back in the day um on wcxj 1550 am here in the city of pittsburgh and uh, i want to give my man dave scott r.i.p you know his props because he saw something in the young man i was what 20 years old saw something in me put me on the radio we did a show called wrestle time and uh i have to give dave his props and uh you know guess what time it is it's wrestle time. You know what I'm saying? It is. It is. Because there was a lot of stuff that happened while I was gone. And I'm very, very, oh, 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 I'm just so very interested to talk about these things. Um, I know. I know. Every time I come on here, you know, someone gets released. It's not my fault. Every week someone gets released. It's just a game. That's how the game is, people. Okay? That's how the game is. So the WWE has released a bunch of new uh, wrestlers. In my opinion, I say old. I'm not trying to be disrespectful, Keithley, but I'm just saying, you know. Um, but they've been releasing some guys. They released some guys this past week. Now, rumors are these releases, a lot of them had to do with these wrestlers not being vaccinated. Now, I'm just saying these are rumors. I'm not in the WWE, you know, offices to find out these things. You know, unlike certain people who say and make you believe that they are, I'm not going to make you believe that I'm in WWE offices. I'm not. But I'll tell you this, though. Man, bro, this is bad. This is bad. This is looking, you know what I'm saying, a little, I'm not saying bad for the WWE, you know, because they have to do what they got to do. This is business. But um, this is bad for, you know, what's coming for the rest of these wrestlers because, you know, uh, if you're – they're not vaccinated. They're pretty much saying peace. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm just, I mean, look at some of these names that they uh, have let go. Sorry about that. Look at some of these names that they've let, some of the people they've let go. Keith Lee. If this is true about the vaccination stuff, okay, that's cool. But I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to take it from another, you know, perspective. Nothing against Keith Lee, but um, I'm just saying, B. I mean, did you really believe that he was going to get over 
in the WWE system, even though he's a big guy. Did you? Because if you thought he was going to get over it, then you don't understand the WWE system, the system that's made the money, money. They just dropped a quarterly earnings report the other day. They making money. Keith Lee doesn't fit the system. It's nothing against Keith Lee. Vaccination or not, doesn't fit the system. Now, we can get into why he would like to do that. But what's exciting about the guy? He's a big guy who has no excitement. Now, you can do some things with that, but for what they're paying them, why? I'm just saying, for what they're paying them, why do it? Just let him go. Now, they also let it go, let go his uh, fiance Mia Yum. I love Mia. <sighs> Wonderful person. Sad that she got, you know, let go, but let's be honest. Is she really being used right on the WWE television? No. Girls, talented. My opinion, she's more talented than her fiance. So do we honestly, do we feel bad for Mia Yim? I don't. I'm happy that she's got, they let her go because now she can go do some things. Seriously. Now, Karrion Cross, that's the one I was like, uh, that shocked me just a little bit because they were just using a dude in a nice little spot and, um, I honestly thought that they was going to do some more stuff with the guy, but who cares? They didn't. The business. It happens. Now, Karrion couldn't go to Japan. Where I think Keith Lee, I really believe that's where Keith Lee should, should go, Japan. Don't go to AEW. Don't go, just go to Japan. They will know exactly what to do with you, and they will use you in a way you're going to make money. It's the name of the game, make them money. Anyway, Karrion Cross, same thing. Go to Japan. Don't pop up on AEW. Dude, you look like Malachi Black. That's the first problem, in my opinion. You're bigger, but you still look like Malachi Black. Go to Japan. Uh, they also let go of his girl, Scarlett Boudreaux. So I'm not too up on her characters. I'm not going to lie, because I don't pay attention to these guys. I don't. They're not money to me. I'm sorry. I see the first time I see you, and if I see money, I stick. If I don't see money the first time, I'm not sticking. I'm out. And their gimmick didn't see it. I didn't see it with Keith Lee either. I'm sorry. Didn't see money. It wasn't dripping. Carrying, they're gone. Peace. Nothing against these guys, but they're gone. Um, Ember Moon. Now I liked Ember. She actually she's dripping money. So guess what? She's going to go on an independent scene, and she's going to make a lot of money. I'm serious. She's dripping money. Now, whatever happened, maybe it was the vaccination thing. Who knows? Like I said, these are just rumors. But for some reason, they let her go. Now, another one that surprised the hell out of me was Nia Jax. Now, they've dealt with the botches and so forth for a while. And then she posted that she was dealing with something mentally, and they still let her go. That right there, that's where the WWE could take some heat. Not over the vaccination thing, but over the mental health thing. If she was on, if she took a mental health break and they let her go still, that's not going to work these days because you know how it is. 
I mean, an NFL player just got done getting praised because he needed a, a mental break. Calvin Ridley just got done getting praised for the Atlanta Falcons. Think about that. If So if Nia Jax isn't just saying, they might want to look into that. Now, where will she end up? Now, a lot of this has to do with this vaccination thing as well. Do I believe she's going to end up in AEW? Eh. I mean, is Chris Jericho vaccinated? There's guys down there. I mean, you know, they're anti-vax, so you got to think if they're anti-vax, you know, a bunch of these other WWE superstars who may be, are they going to end up in AEW? You would think they're not going to impact. It's not happening. But that's another story. Anyway, now here's my thing. While we were preparing the show, Hmm. Sit back and think. Just think for one second. Does this say that Triple H's NXT was a failure? The guys that he was banking on, they could say whatever they want about how, well, you know, they was in NXT and they did this. NXT got spanked by AEW during their so-called little war that they had, but Let's face facts. AEW spanked NXT. Now, they could say it's because of, it's the new flavor on the block, but NXT had a, a – that was their audience that spanked them. Their audience went over to AEW because NXT was doing these shows, better shows, what AEW was doing. It's weird. It's weird. That, like, really split their audience. Now people don't even watch it. NXT anymore because they know Vince is writing it. The pass towards Vince. Or Vince has his hands on it. But here's my thing. Only a few of the NXT guys got it through the main roster and made something of themselves. What, Seth Rollins? Dean Ambrose? I mean, Roman Reigns, of course. But Roman was dripping money from day one. It wasn't Nothing was going to stop Roman besides, you know, his health issues. Nothing was going to stop Roman from drip, I mean, to make money for the WWE. He was dripping it when he walked into business. Heritage. That's what he was before he walked into business. This was already in him. But Dean Ambrose, he goes to NXT or goes to AEW, and he's not really moving no needles. Uh, Seth Rollins, I mean, yeah, he's doing some decent stuff, I guess, but he's not really moving any needles. Roman's moving needles because well, he's Roman. Look at him. And Hill Roman is more over, way more over than babyface Roman would ever be, but that's just my opinion. So does this say Triple H's NXT has failed? My opinion, yeah. Done. Horrible. Because his guys just not have not gotten over. Adam Cole was supposed to be a new, um, needle mover, and nothing against Adam. I like Adam. But he was supposed to be a needle mover when he got to AEW. He didn't move a needle. Why? Because those fans were already there. <laughs> Remember, those fans stopped watching NXT to watch AEW in the first place. Then it became the cool thing. Then it became, this is what we want to watch. NXT suffered. 
they never got their fans back. Because I'm serious. Their numbers on the network was probably way higher than they were on for the USA Network. Because there was no AEW. Remember that. Now, what's the point of watching it? Especially now that Vince is watching. I mean, supposedly in charge. But, hey. Triple H should have had this already in a bag. I'm just sappy. There should have been never any type of competition. Didn't get over on a mainstream level. It didn't. It is what it is. Nothing personal. So I'm just saying. So what does this mean? Like low key, you know, going forward. My opinion, more money for indie promoters. Oh my goodness. Because now this gives us an opportunity to bring in a guy, Amiya Yim. Okay. Ember Moon. We want to, you know, both. Uh, beef up the women's divisions and in, in local wrestling organizations. There's two right there that's going to give you an awesome match. That's dope. I like that. We need to do that. <laughs> oh, yeah, we definitely need to do that. Now you got me thinking, me and Yim versus a- Okay. All right. Another story. Anyway. But it does help the local promoters. <laughs> I wrote that down. I literally, I just really wrote that down. But, but it's uh, the local promoters who are going to benefit from this. Um, independent wrestling is going to benefit from this. Not just AEW. AEW is too stacked on talent. Why do they need more? I'm just saying. But I think we are in what could be the next boom period in professional wrestling. If this is done right. All we need is one of these guys to give a damn, to give a damn, and want to do this. Now, I'm not saying Tony doesn't, but the storylines tell me he don't or don't know how. Get some help in there. Now it's going to show me that you give a damn, Tony. I just called you Tony. I was being nice. But independent wrestling, yeah. Now, we're going to talk about an organization that, you know, pretty much helped fuel the next 20 years of professional wrestling here, 20 years ago, and um, that's ROH. But, um, yeah, interesting. It's interesting. But you're listening to the Stephon Devereaux Show, Angry Kids 24-7 Radio. Man, I'm having some fun. I know. I'm happy to be back. Um, Got some big news coming up later on in the show. Want to get into um, Stephon Devereaux. Is bringing my old home to my new home, and we're going to kick ass. We'll talk about that in a little while. Stefan Devereaux, Show Angry Kids 24-7 Radio. We'll be right back after this break. Saturday, November 20th, PWX returns to the PWX Community Center with November Knockout. 2125 Beacon Street, McKeesport, PA. Doors open, 630. Bell time, 7 o'clock. Front row tickets, $15 in advance, $20 at the door. General mission, $15. Kids 10 and under, get in for eight. Go to bit.ly backslash PWX November, and we'll see you there. How to text a guy to keep him interested? Hmm, it's a question many women ask daily. 
Well, Amy North believes she has found the answer with how to text a guy to keep him interested. It's a new course that she has put together and it's helping ladies all across the world. You can go to how to text a guy to keep him interested.weebly.com for more information. Amy says she has the answer, so find out there at how to text a guy to keep him interested.weebly.com. Recovery from mental and substance use disorders is real. You can recover. It's possible. It happens every day. Never give up on yourself. Discover hope and help. I thought I was too far gone. I wasn't. Join the voices for recovery. The world is a beautiful place again. For 24-hour free and confidential information and treatment referral for mental and substance use disorders for you or someone you know, call 1-800-662-HELP. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. I'm getting older. Do I need to worry about falling? Yes, you do. Each year, one in four people 65 and older will experience a fall, and many will be serious. The majority of falls happen at home, so remove things that could make you trip and install handrails to keep you steady. To learn more about the steps you can take to help prevent a fall, please talk to your doctor. You can also visit aarpfoundation.org or medicaremadeclear.com slash falls. This message was brought to you by United Healthcare and AARP Foundation. You're listening to Kids 24-7 Stephon Devereaux, Stephon Devereaux Show, Angry Kids 24-7 Radio. Ah, man, I can't wait, November 20th, oh my goodness. We had some fun on October 30th for McKeesport Havoc. We had a lot of fun, but we're going to get into that in a little while. Uh, Man, you know, some things are happening in pro wrestling that's making me um, say, damn, like, seriously, we got organizations popping up out of nowhere. Uh, they're doing some great things um, business-wise, money-wise. Actually, I, don't, I can't say business-wise because I don't know what their books are looking like. But, um, you know, they're bringing in full houses, you know, game-changer wrestling. You don't have to like what they're doing, but, I mean, at least they found their niche and they're making money off of it in pro wrestling. I mean, you got to give them their props. But, um you know, when these new pop, new organizations pop up, you know, we lose other organizations. And as of right now, I don't know the terms of their, you know, uh, their, their um, shutdown. But <sighs> Ring of Honor is gone, man. I can't believe that. I was actually a Ring of Honor fan. Um, give you a quick story. 2004 brought back my show, The Devereux Committee of Pro Wrestling, on television. Okay. Um, and it was called Countdown. And what I was doing was I was getting the best matches from around the country. People were sending me matches, uh, VHS or DVD at the time. And I would air it uh, here on WBGN in Pittsburgh. And, um, you know, do a little countdown, let the fans vote which match they want to see, blah, 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 blah. Cool, you know, show. Got in touch with the owner of Ring of Honor and, um, you know, I asked. Asked him, hey, bro, what's up? Can I air your matches? And dude hit me off with a price of 1200 Bruh, why am I going to pay you 1200 to air your matches? I'm just saying, look, I'm looking, this is free advertisement. So I didn't get it at the time of what, why he was doing it that way and, you know, learned later why. Um, it was a smart move, you know, for what he was doing. So I got to give him uh, props. 
But, um, you know, so Ring of Honor has always been, you know, a little bit, hey, I think of Ring of Honor as the, the place that a lot of people uh, got a chance to um, show off their skills before they got to the, the big time. But these guys, when they were there, when they were there, the CM Punks, the um, Samoa Joes, the AJ Styles, the Christopher Daniels, you know, the list goes on and on and on. You know, where these guys were able to have five-star matches before five-star matches became cool. Um, but these guys were having, you know, incredible matches at the time. And it just made me say, Dak, you know, for this thing to possibly be over, it's kind of breaking my heart. And, um, you know, when things ha- like this happened, you go to what was the blame? And I honestly, I believe the blame was um, what they did with the, with um, the Young Bucks and Cody Rhodes and when they brought in those guys. What it did was, in my opinion, it kind of took that, you know, that underground feel of Ring of Honor away. Um, because these guys, these guys brought in, okay, my fault, let me say Fight Club underground feel to where it, was a, it felt real when you were watching Ring of Honor. And these guys came in, especially the Young Bucks, and it was like fluff. And that kind of like hurt that fan base low key, you know, it hurt that fan base. Um, and then a lot of that fan base, when they brought in their fans and then they fluffed it up and they tried to go back to what, the, what made them ring of honor, it wasn't working. So what happened is that fan base went over and watched, kept watching the fluff when that fluff decided to start their own company with the billionaire. I'm just saying, that's how things work sometimes. Do I think they stole that fan base? I mean, you can't say they stole it, but you know, it is what it is. I know they, the all-in pay-per-view, you know, um, was a Ring of Honor pay-per-view. And what happened with that? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Maybe they did steal it. Just saying. But um, it's another story. Um, but this this hurts the business low-key. This does. Because like I just, you know, last segment, we were talking about a lot of these releases. And, uh, you know, you got a Ring of Honor that's not there anymore. Um, it was owned by a billion-dollar corporation and who had 100 TV stations across the country. And these guys couldn't figure out a way to make this work. It's heartbreaking. I do give Ring of Honor credit um, for paying their talent during the pandemic when they had no shows going at all. You know, I, you got to give them credit for that. But, man, somebody dropped the ball here low-key. That's how I feel. And I just believe that they could have done a lot better with this. Um, you know, it is what it is. You know, you just got to move on. I heard that they're selling their tape library, and that's pretty much what I want to talk about now is who would buy their tape library? A tape library that, that has the beginning to pretty much the end of Ring of Honor. Um, you got guys, like I said before, CM Punk, early days, AJ Styles, early days, Samoa Joe, early days. You know, you would think that the WWE would be the most logical company to buy the tape, I mean, the library. But Tiny Khan is talking about starting his own streaming service. Like, dude, really? Like, trying to get a stream. Dude, you've only been on the air for two years. Now you got content out there that you can buy that can actually help that streaming service now. Can't even diss it now. If he can get his hands on it, which he has the money to do it. Vince McMahon, would, of course, would do it for his network because he, a lot of those guys, Seth Rollins, they've all went through Ring of Honor. So... What makes sense? I can see a bidding war between those two. 
And if there is, there's a problem. Because the one guy that I believe that should get this footage and um, should buy the rights, this library, is Ralph Anstein. I mean, Ralph Anstein, yes, he has a controversial name, but Ring of Honor was his baby. You know, with everything that happened and the reason why he had to leave Ring of Honor, it is sad. You know, um, don't know the full story. Won't get into the full story. So don't care. Don't get, I don't care. But he's still out there doing business right now. And Ring of Honor, in my opinion, under uh, Rob's uh, leadership, Ring of Honor could also could possibly be bigger than Impact because let's be honest, Ring of Honor is not bigger than Impact, and they've had every opportunity to to leap Impact as far as at the time the number two company in the in the country, and they never took advantage of that. If they had Rob Feinstein who was going to run in a company low key, I really believe that they would have been able to do that because the guy knows how to make money in professional wrestling. And, you know, when we had that conversation in 2004 about me trying to get Ring of Honor on, uh, you know, uh, Pro Wrestling Countdown, I mean, that's right. Now, I was salty. Don't get me wrong. I was salty. <laughs> I was salty when dude said no. But, you know, I was young, get older in business, and, you know, you, you build a product, and, you know, you're trying to, you know, maintain control of it in any way because I could, he could have sent me videos and I could have been dissing this. Like, look at this crap, blah, blah, blah. You know, and I get that. He was trying to build something. So there's no diss, you know. Uh, but I really believe that he's the guy, the one guy who can buy this footage and actually do something with it that the WWE and AEW could never do because he would actually give a damn, number one. He would give a damn. I don't know how he would feel about the new stuff, you know, in the past 10 years, but when he – when he had it, you know, um, I mean, oh, my goodness. Yeah, Eddie Guerrero versus, versus uh, CM Punk. Like, stuff, matches like that. I mean, I can go on and on and on, but I'm not going to get my mouth watering over this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Because it'll make me want to go watch it. But he's the one guy that I believe that would know exactly what to do with this library and how to monetize it better, you know, uh, for the guys. If he decided to hook up the guys with a piece of something, you never know. Um, but he would know how to monetize this thing. You know, you got to give Feinstein his props. The guys pretty much invented the fan cam, you know, uh, presentations. He would do it with selling fan cam footage of, of old ECW days when no one was giving a damn about ECW. And then he just, boom, once it, people start caring, they start going back and getting those videos that Rob was, you know, recording. They start buying those videos, you know, like a, a person like myself who wasn't watching ECW in the early, early days, but Rob was videotaping. So years later, uh, 96, 97, I started watching a couple of those fan cam stuff just to get a, you know, a view. I still got a few of those things, but you know, that's history on some real. Um, but I just believe that out of anybody who deserves this, it's him. People can say whatever they want, blah, 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 blah. But it's him. And I honestly believe that if he really wanted to, he would bring it back. Because let's be real. I mean, right now there's less majors, you know, for these guys, less less platforms for these guys to go out here and, you know, put on great matches. The dude was a great booker. 
with his staff. You know, they had a great booking staff. Uh, Gabe Sapolsky and Doug Gentry, you know, RIP Doug. But still, these guys um, put together something that was able to go for 20 years. And um, sad to see it go, but I believe that he's the best one for this footage. So, you know, please, Vince, don't bat. Please, uh, AEW, please, Tiny, don't buy this footage. Let Rob get this footage if he wants it. At least let him get first take, I mean, first dibs at it. If you don't want it, then go after it. Y'all two can buy, you know, do your, your bidding war for it. But as of right now, I'll be really disappointed if either one of you got this library. So we'll see what happens. But um, if you listen to the Stefan Devereaux Show, Angry Kids 24-7 Radio, when I come back, I'm going to get into the news uh, that involves myself, uh, Pro Wrestling Express, and my old home that uh, is coming and joining my new home. And we're going to talk about that next Stefan Devereaux Show, Angry Kids, 24-7 Radio. We'll be right back after this break. Saturday, November 20th, PWX returns to the PWX Community Center with November Knockout. 2125 Beacon Street, McKeesport, PA. Doors open, 6.30. Bell time, 7 o'clock. Front row tickets, $15 in advance, $20 at the door. General mission, $15. Kids 10 and under, get in for 8. Go to bit.ly backslash PWX November, and we'll see you there. You're listening to Angle Kids 24-7. Angle Kids 24-7. Radio. How to text a guy to keep him interested. Hmm, it's a question many women ask daily. Well, Andy North believes she has found the answer with how to text a guy to keep him interested. It's a new course that she has put together and it's helping ladies all across the world. You can go to how to text a guy to keep him interested for more information. Andy says she has the answer, so find out there at how to text a guy to keep him interested Recovery from mental and substance use disorders is real. You can recover. It's possible. It happens every day. Never give up on yourself. Discover hope and help. I thought I was too far gone. I wasn't. Join the voices for recovery. The world is a beautiful place again. For 24-hour free and confidential information and treatment referral for mental and substance use disorders for you or someone you know, call 1-800-662-HELP. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. I'm getting older. Do I need to worry about falling? Yes, you do. Each year, one in four people 65 and older will experience a fall, and many will be serious. The majority of falls happen at home, so remove things that could make you trip and install handrails to keep you steady. To learn more about the steps you can take to help prevent a fall, please talk to your doctor. You can also visit aarpfoundation.org or medicaremadeclear.com slash falls. This message was brought to you by United Healthcare and AARP Foundation. You're listening to Angle Kids 24 7 Radio. Angle Kids 24 7 Radio. Stefan Devereaux, Stefan Devereaux Show, Angry Kids 24 7 Radio. Hey guys, man, how are you guys doing in your fantasy league? I mean, God dang, man. Anyway, it's another story. Oh, man, we are back. <laughs> we are back. And um, so this past week, uh, one of my best friends 
and the whole wide world decided to make an announcement, uh, an announcement that's been brewing for a while. Because, um, you know, since I became the CEO of PWX Pro Wrestling Express, um, you know, I've been trying to make some deals, you know, get some deals done, you know. Um, and this was a very important deal to me. And that deal was to bring Undisputed Championship Wrestling to Pro Wrestling Express. And um, I just felt like it fit for multiple reasons. But the main reason was it was just like, come on, <laughs> it makes sense, you know. Um, but I've known Tank for years. And, um, you know, Tank being, you know, one of the best minds in professional wrestling, you know, people don't give Tank enough credit. But I told Tank, you know, well, okay, how about this? told Tank that he deserves to be on the stage. And Pro Wrestling Express is the stage here in Pittsburgh. And um, when we first started, when I first started uh, talking to Tank years ago, um, actually, you know, I, I knew about Tank and his crew um, back in 2004. A friend of mine named Nino Maddie, who's been one of my go-to guys you know, as far as new talent and so forth since 98, 97, 98, uh, when I started doing my my first TV show, the Devereaux Committee. Um, but I used to go to Nino for matches all the time, and Nino would tell me about guys that was coming up. And um, in 04, he was telling me about these kids that were doing backyard shows. And, you know, the stigma that backyard wrestling had at the time, even though um, – my mentor, New Jack, told me that these are just kids who are just going to end up training to be wrestlers anyway, so just deal with it. And he was right. <laughs> he was right. He was right. And a lot of those backyard kids ended up training to be pro, become pro wrestlers. And they could say whatever they want. You know, a lot of these indie promoters could say whatever they want, but you're booking a lot of these guys. So whatever. Uh, there was a, na- a kid by the name of Jesse Skelton that Nino just loved and loved. Oh, he just kept raving about this kid, Jesse Skelton. He's going to be a star, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, okay, you know. Um, so I leave the business. <laughs> I leave the business in 05. You know, I take my break. Um, but I came back in 07 and started working with uh, Pro Wrestling Express um, in the office uh, with the owner and founder, uh, Jim Miller, who's my boss now. But um you know, I started working with those guys and, you know, trying to bring in talent and so forth. And, um, you know, we had some things that was going on, but then one day, uh, kind of forgot how it happened. I think it was either Nino or someone ended up introducing me to this kid named Tank. So it wasn't Nino, excuse me. Um, but he introduced me to this kid named Tank. This person did. And, um, started talking to Tank about shows and so forth. And Tank was running shows down in Uniontown and um, down at the VFW. And the one thing that Tank did was Tank knew how to draw a house. And he was drawing houses, the show. And I'm like, dude, you are killing yourself. Like, Tank had was so rough around the edges when it came to booking shows. Oh, my God, it was horrible. He wasn't horrible because, I mean, like, it was, he was just young, you know, and it reminded me of myself when I first started booking shows and how I'm like, damn, bro. But the difference with Tank was Tank knew how to draw. And when you know how to draw, if you know how to bring people in, you can always fix the talent part. You got to figure out a way to get the people in, then you fix the, the creative stuff. I'm sorry people could say, 
you're thinking backwards, but when you're trying to make money, no, you're not. <laughs> so I started helping Tank out a little bit, and I was bringing in guys from PWX, uh, Sterling James Keenan, who went on to be Corey Graves, brought in the NWA national champion, Crusher Hansen, you know, PWX legend. Um, uh, we was bringing in talent, and uh, the shows were, you know, really – Actually, the shows were improving because Tank was listening to myself and, you know, a couple other people who was trying to help him out. And once Tank got it, and I'm like, okay, you know, dude, we may have something here. Well, I had a falling out with um, one of the guys at PWX. Uh, It wasn't Jim Miller. People always thought it was Jim Miller, but it wasn't Jim. Um, We people, we can talk about that another time, but it wasn't Jim. So I had a falling out with one of the guys at PWX, one of the guys in charge, and I didn't like it. So I left, bounced. And I knew I had somewhere to go because I was already doing some, I was investing in UCW at the time, um, secretly, of course. And um, I was, I, I was feeling more comfortable around these guys because they were young. They were hungry. Now come to find out, these were the guys that Nino Maddie was talking about in 2004. And you know what they did? They all went and got trained. People laugh and say they didn't, but they all got trained. They all got trained. You know, they was tossing shots at these guys because these guys were doing something they couldn't do. And that was draw houses, houses before they knew how to, they was drawing houses because what they did was they created a fan base through their backyard days. And those people followed these guys everywhere they went, and they wanted to see them get to the next level. And when these guys were trained, got trained by Brian No and others, when they got trained, they ended up doing what they did, running their own shows. Once Tank, you know, start figuring out, we were trying to tell them, dude, you're killing yourself with these shows. You're having too many matches and they're long and blah, 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 blah. You know, it's too long. Three and a half hour, four hour shows. No, bro, you can't do that. Once he figured that part out, was over. Because now he had myself. And I knew the one thing that I know definitely is broadcasting. So we helped Tank out with the storylines and we helped Tank out with the production. And Tank, at the same time, was helping me because that was the one thing I couldn't grasp. That was the promoting part. Tank taught me how to become a better promoter, a better advertiser of my shows, which became... UCW, because by that time I became a full-time partner. And um, we had some ups, we had some downs, but we had way more ups. Things happen. Situation, won't get into what happened. Had nothing to do between besides myself and Tank. Just outside forces, you know, my ex-wife. <laughs> we'll start there. But outside forces stepped in and things started to go you know, downhill because I had to leave the business and that left tank without a guy. He can lean his head on when things got bad. That was pretty much me, you know, and he looked at someone else and that other person gave him some bad advice, which he regrets to this day, of course. But at the end of the day, you know, things had to cool down. And when we tried to come back, they just, it was just never the same. We would do shows, huge shows, you know, still sold out. And I just wasn't the same. So, Tank had a situation with T.J. Sykes and T.J. Sykes and his guys, you know, uh, Dangerous by Design, Little Beef, and 
what TJ did at the last show kind of ticked Tank off a little bit. But Tank was already ready to say, you know what? He was already coming to PWX because he was, he's been advising me. Of course, I'm going to bring my soldiers with me when I do something. But he was advising me and um, sat down, had a conversation, and I said, bro, we might as well just do it. You know, come and do this PWX thing with me, but let us buy UCW. Let us give UCW a home forever to where even when you decide you want to retire, UCW will always have a place. And he said, okay, decided it was the right thing to do, and we made the deal. Of course, I had to get it, you know, uh, approved by my boss, you know what I'm saying? And uh, it worked out. So we got the deal done. Now, people have been hitting my phone up. Oh, what are you This is why I'm doing this. This is why I'm telling you, because I don't tell people my business behind the scenes, but here's why, what we're going to do with UCW. UCW will be a part of the PWX family. That's all I'm going to tell you. <laughs> because I can't give away the secrets, baby. I can't give the sauce away now, because right now we're at war. Pro Wrestling Express is at war right now. Because we got a lot of people who are not happy with what we're doing. And it's okay. I don't mind. But like I said, when I go to war, I go and get my soldiers. And Tank is one of my soldiers. Tank is what we call him. He's a tank. And what he was doing down there in Fayette County, knocking down houses when we was up there, when we was drawing those damn houses down there, you don't think we're going to, that, what, this is easy to us because we know what we're doing. We know how to make money in pro wrestling. And Tank is going to be one of those guys who's going to be helping me keep this thing flowing beautifully because we got a team here. we got a team of people. But UCW is still going to be involved. I can't wait until you find out. And I'm going to talk about that more at this show, November 20th, you know. Um, but I'm just letting you know trying to be open and honest because I'm tired of people asking a question. So here's what we do. You come to November 20th. I'll tell you what's going to happen. And if the fans, you don't like it, then you can pull me to the side and we can talk about it. But I promise you this. We are about to tear this effing roof off this place the PWX Community Center. I can't wait. But we're going to take a break. And when I come back, I got my man, intern. You know what I'm saying? A guy who's been learning a lot. You know, he's been ears open, wide open, because he wants to learn. That's what I love about the kid. He wants to learn about this business. But Jake, the intern, he's going to be coming up next. He's going to tell us uh, what's, what he likes, what's going on at PWX, and so forth. See, I'm trying to get more of our guys here. You know, we had Derek Wayne on a couple of weeks ago, and all he did was cuss me out. But guess what? You've seen what happened on the 30th at McKeesport Havoc when he got tossed out the ring by my man, Ram. Oh, yeah, it was funny. <laughs> but uh, we're going to take a quick break. And uh, like I said, when we come back, we're going to have Jake up the intern. You're listening to the Stephon Devereaux Show, Angry Kids 24-7 Radio. Saturday, November 20th, PWX returns to the PWX Community Center with November Knockout. 2125 Beacon Street, McKeesport, PA. Doors open, 630. 
Bell time, 7 o'clock. Front row tickets, $15 in advance, $20 at the door. General mission, $15. Kids 10 and under, get in for 8. Go to bit.ly backslash PWX November, and we'll see you there. How to text a guy to keep him interested? Hmm, it's a question many women ask daily. Well, Andy North believes she has found the answer with how to text a guy to keep him interested. It's a new course that she has put together and it's helping ladies all across the world. You can go to how to text a guy to keep him interested.weebly.com for more information. Andy says she has the answer, so find out there at how to text a guy to keep him interested.weebly.com. Recovery from mental and substance use disorders is real. You can recover. It's possible. It happens every day. Never give up on yourself. Discover hope and help. I thought I was too far gone. I wasn't. Join the voices for recovery. The world is a beautiful place again. For 24-hour free and confidential information and treatment referral for mental and substance use disorders for you or someone you know, call 1-800-662-HELP. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. I'm getting older. Do I need to worry about falling? Yes, you do. Each year, one in four people 65 and older will experience a fall, and many will be serious. The majority of falls happen at home, so remove things that could make you trip and install handrails to keep you steady. To learn more about the steps you can take to help prevent a fall, please talk to your doctor. You can also visit aarpfoundation.org or medicaremadeclear.com slash falls. This message was brought to you by United Healthcare and AARP Foundation. Stephon Devereaux, Stephon Devereaux Show, Angry Kids 24-7 Radio. I like the way I came back from that break. Mean at first. I'm really happy and nice, but I don't give a damn. Let's go. Anyway, we back. And, uh, man, like I said, McKeesport, have it. It was happening. It was happening. Oh, my God. It was happening. We did a lot that night. I was tired. Like I said, I couldn't do last week's show because my voice was gone. I was yelling and screaming, but here's one of the guys I know who was yelling and screaming. It's my man, Jacob, the intern. What's up? Jacob, 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 the intern. Jake, you know, you're one of my favorite people in the whole wide world. Do you know that? Jake, can you hear me, Jake? Yes, I can. Okay, yeah, turn it down in the background. Can't, yeah, you can't hear yourself at the same time. You can always go back and listen to the show with the man, Jacob. Come on, yeah, What's up? Now, Jacob, we had some changes. We got about 10 minutes here, and we're going to talk a little bit because you know, I know you, you were probably enjoying the show, and you don't get a chance to, to give your opinion. Uh, what did you think of the last show on a Thursday? The last show was pretty damn awesome. What, what was your favorite match? The best match I loved was Chambers O'Reilly versus Joshua Kavon. Now, we've seen a new champion, new PWX champion. Did you honestly believe 
that Joshua Kavad was actually going to beat Chambers. It's been a year, bro. No, and when I did it, no, I really did not knew that. Did it feel good? Yes, it did. We got a new champ and everything else, a better champ. Yeah, because, I, you know me, I was never really the biggest O'Reilly Chambers fan uh, because he was just a, an, an, an idiot. You know, he did a lot of things that I just didn't like. And um, I wanted to put my hands on him, but I couldn't. I couldn't, you know, because as CEO of PWX, I'm not trying to get sued now, you know, these days. You get sued for anything. But yeah, I'm happy people, that, Yeah. Yeah, pretty much, bro. Especially, I mean, me. I mean, I, I got cameras following me now, bro. But it's another thing. But the way I look at it is, is Joshua Kavai is probably the future of professional wrestling. And him representing PWX, you know, we actually, we got ourselves a great champion. What do you think? You left her in the car by herself? What do you think? Can you feel it? Yeah. Do you think Joshua Cavada is a great champion? Yes, sir. Now, we also had new cha- another uh, title change, the PWX Tag Team Championships. Did, do you, uh, how did you feel about that match? Well, very good. Gusta Gardner and um, Aaron Connors. Are you a fan of Gusta Gardner and Aaron Connors? Yes. Well, I think the fans were who were there, they loved it because they actually got to see two of their favorites win a championship for the first time. Well, I think Aaron Connors was former tag team champion, uh, PWX. But Gusta Gartner, man, that's my dude. I hired Gus last week to do some yard work for me. Man, I even tipped the guy. I'm telling you, Gusta Gartner's got dude. That's good. Now we're talking about what who should we come who should we bring back to PWX? Well, did you enjoy the uh the match with Rayo versus Michael Walker? Yes. That was actually a very good match. Meet the dudes before the show even started. They were actually very, very, very nice dudes. Yeah. I seen that they uh threw some water in the ring or something beforehand. Like what's up with that, man? What's up with that? I have hey, no Jacob. idea. I got my What's up? Well, I guess you're a celebrity now, Jacob. Like, people out there, they see you I, out there in the hood, Jake. Like, what's up, bro? They love like, you in the hood. Become, you should know that. Yeah, bro, you become like a celebrity now. Like, seriously. Like, Jacob, look, and it's bad enough that you, what, what, one of your minions, Scott, it's as bad that he's sitting there fighting himself and dad going pro. How, how is Scott sitting there fighting himself in the locker room doing stuff with uh, Aaron Connors? How is he telling Aaron Connors and snitching on guys like Pop culture sensation and send it. I won't get into that right now. But you need to keep your guys in order. And me and, me and Sephora Douglas is supposed to be my backup of me every show getting my ass knocked out. Yeah, you did get beat up last show, bro. I seen that. Oof. Chambers wasn't playing, bro. That's the one thing he, you know, he came at me, but thank God Josh stopped him because I was going to put my hands on him, but I didn't want to. I'm not getting sued, man. I told you, I'm not getting sued. It ain't happening. Yeah. Now, what do you think? What do you think is going to happen with Chambers going forward? I mean, the guy got buried in a casket, pretty much. And what do you think is going to happen going forward with this? Um, hopefully he just leaves PWX for good. Are you tired of Chambers? Yes. So you think that Joshua Kavat could lead PWX going forward? 
Yes. Because you yeah, got to give Chambers. You got to give Chambers his credit, though, man. He did help the he helped the belt for a year. That's a that's a long time. Yeah, he did. Well, Josh can hold it longer than him. You know, anything's possible because, like I said, I think Josh is more than likely the future of professional wrestling, at least in this area. You know, tri-state area, Josh is probably the future. I, I'm not looking at other guys who are, like, doing what he's doing in the ring, and the fans are actually backing him. Besides the couple of the, girl, the, couple of the girls who are out there yelling for Chambers during a damn match, I'm like, come on. This guy's evil. Yeah. How are you sitting there cheering for Chambers? You know? Because he sucks. Yeah. So what do you think about uh, pure ignorance? Who's that? <laughs> pure ignorance. Two black dudes that took one of Cassidy's earlier in the night. Oh, they was actually pretty good. I like them. Yeah, I, I like them too. I think uh, now that Butt and Gus, you know, that's pretty much done since Gus wised up finally and left his, his cousin in the, in the match by himself and pure ignorance was able to, you know, pull off the victory, which I knew they were going to do anyway because, you know, God. Gus, hey, bro, thank you for leaving, Bud. It was about time. It's about time. But um, those guys, I, I can see them going after PWX tag team titles down the line. They're also the SCWA tag champions. I can see that. I can see that match title for title. I'm just saying. Got possibilities here. I mean, just like, just like Duffy season. Just like that Duffy season. The Duffy season? Who's Duffy? Them two black guys. Well, oh, hey, here's another one I got for you. What about Superior G, speaking of black guys? You know, that's my dude, Superior G, now. I roll with that dude. He's actually a really cool dude. When I met him first time when he came to the show, I met him backstage, and he was actually a really cool dude. Yeah, and he got the no. Now he got the cash app challenge. Do you think you could do the cash yeah. app challenge? Uh, I probably could, but I might get my ass whooped. Yeah, look, Jacob, you probably would. That's why stay in the office, dude. Less bruises if you stay on the office side. I'm telling you, man. That's what I learned the hard way. What, I'm gonna send you a match that was sent to me last night, and it was myself. Uh, I was managing uh, Tank and a couple other guys, and we were beating up on Tatanka and a couple of guys. Now, this match was from 12 years ago. I was a lot younger, a lot slimmer, and I had hair. But you know what I did? Well, actually, we lost that match, so it didn't make a difference. I didn't lose. But I didn't get touched. I did not get touched. That's the one thing I did smart as a manager. I did not get beat up. I ran. (laughs) I would run, too. And look, Jacob, here's some great advice for you. If you ever decide to become a manager, Jacob, manage guys yeah. who are bigger than you. Yes, I agree on that. Yeah, because then you can talk stuff, and then if something happens, you can run and happy behind a guy who's bigger than you. Smart, man. That's yes. Smart business, Jacob. That's why, I'm try- that's why you're my intern. I'm trying to bring you along. I'm trying to teach you the business. Because what I see, look, I see great things from you, bro. I see great things from you. Just got to make sure that you're still on point. Yes. So, did you go to the IWC show last night? No, I did not. I was trying to. Did you hear anything, good or bad? What's up? No, I heard they got about, like, 250 people in their building. I say the next show, we'd have probably packed that show more than fucking IWC. Hey, look, I put it like this. On 
April, excuse me, I said April, on December 11th. I can't get into what we got special coming up, but that's the show. That's the show right there. I'm telling you, that's the show. And you said the F word too, so I'm going to have to sit there and I'm going to have to beat that out. Oh my goodness. Shake up the intern. Still got a lot of learning to do, I guess. Oh, you got to say you love me, Sephiroth. Yeah, use my dude. But, hey, I'm going to have to let you go now because we're about to close the show out. But, Jacob, the intern, I want to thank you for being on the show, and you will be back, right? You're coming back and giving me some more insight, right? Yes, I will. All right, Jacob. You the man. Stephon Devereaux, show Angry Kids 24-7 Radio. My man, Jacob, the intern. Love Jacob. One of the top dudes in the company. Okay, he's not. But this guy gets a lot of stuff done for the company. Respect Jacob. That's why he's one of my top interns. That's why he's the guy that I'm sitting there talking to right now because he knows his stuff. Sorry if a lot of guys don't agree with his opinion, but hey, it's his opinion. He's allowed to have it. So we went over O'Reilly Chambers. He wants O'Reilly Chambers gone. Well, I don't know, man. You got buried at the last show. I, I don't know if I'm going to see O'Reilly Chambers, which is good for me because he knows. If he had put his hands on me on that last at the last show, I might have did something to him. My man, the regent, Joshua Kavad, did what I knew he was going to do. He came and he had my back like he said he would from day one when I asked him. I said, bro, are you the guy who can take this belt away from Chambers? And he looked at me dead out like dude was ready to punch me in my face. I'm a six foot three, six foot four and a half, three and a half, whatever. 200 pounds. Okay, I'm over 200 pounds. And he's looking at me dead in my face like he wants to knock me out. And guess what he did? He had my back. He took that belt from Chambers last week, and I'm so proud of this dude. I'm also proud of Connors, you know, for finally breaking away from PCS, Pulp Culture Sensations, finally. And I'm proud of Gusta Gardner for breaking away from his cousin, Bus- I mean, uh, Bud Cassidy. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. Finally, and, um, you know, so we got some new champions. But next month, or actually this month, two weeks, we got Thunderbeard. Thunderbeard finally getting his opportunity for that PWX TV championship. It's being held by Sinborn with the lovely Lilith. And I said lovely Lilith. Please, please do not do anything to me. But um, that's next month. Or excuse me, in two weeks. Two weeks. Oh, my goodness. It's already November. It's already November, but November 20th, don't forget, get your tickets. You can go to bit.ly backslash PWX November for more information, or you can go to www.prowrestlingexpress.com, and that's express spelled with an X. No E. But, uh, hey, go check it out. But we're out. We're going to see you next week, and we're going to have some more stuff to talk about. Stephon Devereaux Show, Angry Kids 24-7 Radio. Saturday, November 20th, PWX returns to the PWX Community Center with November Knockout, 2125 Beacon Street, McKeesport, PA. Doors open, 6.30, bell time, 7 o'clock. Front row tickets, $15 in advance, $20 at the door. General mission, $15. Kids 10 and under, get in for eight. Go to bit.ly backslash PWX November, and we'll see you there.